It is 13 minutes before the hour here on the Dry Large Radio Show. We got a little off track uh, in this hour. That's okay. Little little BGs to set your feet on fire. (laughs) Uh, Senate Bill 193 became a topic of discussion under new business last night as uh, the uh, uh, public union bureaucrat government school loving apparatchiks tried to Uh, push the Board of School Committee into a position on a bill that even they admit is probably going to change as it gets marked up today. This is the this is what the the, uh, this bill is known by many names. I would call it the money follows the child bill. This is the so-called school choice bill. Um, Is it called school choice? I don't know what it's called, but it was it was it was they used the evil uh, the evil voucher plan. Um, They used the evil public money going to private school this is van houten brings this up under new business now this bill has been on the table it's been talked about discussed whatnot for a long period of time and uh with it going before committee today where they'll be uh likely making multiple changes she wanted the school board to go on record education savings accounts that what it is thanks to uh lisa in manchester uh and what the education and savings account basically is in concept is it would provide parents how broadly described yet unknown. And it's been done in a couple of other states on a limited trial basis. But it would it would it, the state kicks over. What is it? Thirty six hundred dollars per pupil for adequacy aid. It would take 80 or 90 percent of that thirty six hundred dollars and it would give it to the parent. And and the parent could take that thirty six hundred dollars and they could do anything from homeschool the kid. And those of us who've homeschooled know that that is not without a cost, <laughs> for sure. Uh, send them to a public school in another district, or yes, oh my God, say, send them to a private school. So the government monopoly, bureaucrat-loving union toadies are all up in arms. This is going to destroy public education. And Connie Van Houten wanted the board to go on record, wanted to authorize her as a state representative and a school board member to go and relay the school district's concerns, if not opposition, to this this bill. And in doing so, admitted that the bill has undergone a number of revisions. There are multiple amendments pending. And as we heard from Lisa Freeman, also a state rep who represents Ward 5, uh, like uh, entirely possible that the whole thing could be restructured today. So now I remember the one bill that I asked the board to go on record on, which it did. You know, uh, it was, you know, kind of a I don't want to say a last minute thing, uh, but I did something that popped up between the time the agenda was sent out uh, and the meeting. And, oh, well, I think it was a parental notification bill. I'd have to go back and look at it. Oh, well, no, we we can't do that. We haven't seen the bill. I'm not opposed to it, but I just want to see the bill first. You know, people like Leslie Want were the you know the loudest uh, you know among that. It's like, okay, fine, we'll send you the bill. It was I read the bill. It was a small bill. I read it out loud. Well, we still want to see it. Okay, fine. So we played the game. It got emailed out to everybody. There was a poll done the next day, something like that, and off it went. Yes, we support this. It makes sense. Okay, good. So this rather complicated multiple page bill that's undergone multiple revisions has several amendments pending, which may or may not pass, which nobody's read and nobody's brought to the board, may be completely overhauled at committee today. Connie Van Houten wants the board to go on record in favor of it, opposed to it. 
Well, we're just, we're just going to go on the basic gist of the bill after she got called out by yours truly on that. The basic gist of the bill. Oh, so now we're going from specifics that nobody's read to, to the gist of a bill that may not exist with everything that is underway. And so the usual scare tactics deployed, oh, this will take public school, public money and, and use it to fund private schools. Wait a minute. 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 Why is it they always view the loss side of the calculation? What it tells me is inherently people like Connie Van Houten and the other people who supported that move, which include Leslie Want, which include Kate DeRozier. I'd have to go back. Oh, I have my list right here. Let me see. Which include Erica Connors. Oh, good. She's going to the state house. Which include uh, Dan Bergeron and Nancy Tessier. Right. Apparently, they don't think that Manchester's public schools are good enough that people, when they get their $3,600 or whatever it is from the state, will want to stay in them. It was I, your alleged detractor of, of Manchester public schools. I, your, your, your alleged despiser of public schools, who said, well, wait a minute. Why are we thinking about it this way? Look, we just, not too long ago, passed a motion that authorized our superintendent to go open up discussions with surrounding towns about the many wonderful magnet programs we have in this district that aren't offered anywhere else as a way of starting to connect with and attract students and other towns to pay us tuition to come to our schools. It seems to me if this thing were to pass, that those parents would have that money to put toward the tuition. That could be a net plus for us. It, it always amazes me that all of these apparatchiks who are in the public school system, whether they're the unions or the bureaucrats or the politicians that they uh, successfully elect to do their bidding and scare everybody into thinking that the buildings are going to crumble and children are going to graduate dumb, are the first ones to, uh, to, to refuse to validate the quality of what they do by saying, hey, bring it. Our schools can keep pace with the best of them out there. We're eager for the opportunity to prove that we have something to offer because parents will bring their <gasps> vouchers, and it's not a voucher bill, but parents will spend their money with us. See, I maybe call me crazy. Call me nuts. Call me lots of things. Just don't call my mother anything or my wife or my kids. Or your producer. Or my producer. <laughs> especially not my producer maybe my grandmother you know uh i'm the one who who's who's standing there saying well wait a minute i'm confident enough in what our schools are offering that i think we can compete yeah do we need to get our act together so that we can you know demonstrate what we have and showcase why people should take advantage of it yes i do I think one of the reasons why our numbers continue to fall with hooks it is because we do a lousy, capital L-O-U-S-Y, job marketing ourselves and what we have to offer to the parents and students of hooks it. And that's it. So if, if, we, if, if we actually believed in our educational product, if you can put it that way, if we actually believed in our educational system, we should welcome the challenge. We, could, we should welcome the competition. We should welcome the opportunity to attract kids who want to be in 
our schools for the programs that they offer to our district. And with that, we have my colleague, Word 5 School Board member and State Representative Lisa Freeman on the line. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Richard. I, I, went, I went to bed angry. I woke up angry. Oh. And it was because of that issue. Uh, really? So is Neil on the couch as a result or what? Oh, no, no, no. Of course <laughs> not. Of course not. <laughs> he didn't make me angry. No, all right. So, uh, well, I just want to make sure he wasn't on the couch for fear of his life because you went to bed angry and you woke up the same way. That's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. Poor Neil. Poor Neil. <laughs> That's what everybody calls him. Poor Neil. <laughs> Poor Neil. So, go ahead. I'll keep it brief. But you, you, you saw my reaction to this whole debacle was a last joke. night. Uh, you know, first off, and I'll say it again. I, I think, I think it, we're going, we're really approaching a slippery slope when you cross that line as a state representative and a school board representative, and think it is your duty to represent the entire district. That is not our function. No, nope. that is not what we are there to do. That is the superintendent's job. A superintendent is the one to oppose, uh, propose, um, get the information on any legislation that would affect our district. Um, I've spoken a couple of times in front of, in front of the Education Committee as Lisa Freeman State Representative. I do not represent the school board in any way, shape, or form when I'm up at the State House. That's the slippery slope yep. that it needs to be kibashed. There needs to be some very, very clear boundaries set around that. Well, the other I, thing, too, is the argument that I'm getting from people who are against school choice is that, well, you know, if I move to the north end of Manchester and I'm paying all these property taxes, why should a kid at the, on the east side of Manchester who doesn't pay property taxes like I do get an opportunity to go to one of the best schools in, in the city? I'm sorry. You know what that's called? Discrimination. So well, what you're saying to me is and, and snobbery. Kid, Exactly. It, it, a kid by no design of his own is born into a socioeconomic environment that is, is not wealthy. He doesn't have an opportunity to go to one of the best schools in Manchester. Right. And, so and, it, it, the hypocrisy is just astounding. And I will, I, I will always be a huge supporter of school choice and education savings accounts. Yeah. Well, and you know, the, you know the, I, the fact of the matter is, is in other places where this, uh, you know, these types of systems have been used. I mean, they find they find that the participation rate, meaning those who actually pick up the voucher and go to something other than that neighborhood school is what, two percent. I mean, they make it sound like people are leaving in droves and school systems across the country are collapsing because of it. When in fact, it's not true. It's not true. And you know, exactly. They're making it sound like there's going to be mass exodus. And if there is, that tells us we have things we need to work on. And if there isn't, that tells us that what we have is not not uh, is okay. Whatever improvements it may need. Exactly. And you know, here's the thing, Richard. My famous quote: "And I was not a river in Egypt." I, 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 honestly, <laughs> I, we have a problem. We have a problem not just in this district, but public education nationally. And if we don't start really it, it, taking the politics out of it and looking at what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, then it will implode. Lisa, and it's well on its way now. Lisa, it's well oh. on its way now. And when the unions control education as opposed to the educators, then it will continue to be a problem. And with that, I will say adieu, have a good day, and we will talk soon. All right. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports, or whatever we can get in between now and the top of the hour. Stay with us.